The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, Grand Valley. It is a good day here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 709, nine minutes after the hour. Among other reasons, it's a good day. For us, at least, it's a final swoop down to the weekend. It'll be a long weekend here in the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. So I'm looking forward to uh, four days off here and kind of relaxing and, you know, probably playing with the grandson and all that kind of stuff. Although the forecast uh, looks like it's going to be wet and warm all throughout uh, the weekend, all the way to and through the 4th of July. Right now, a 66 at the airport, 66 of the Highlands, 62 in Elm Grove and 65 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Bob, the air quality index still officially pretty bad, unhealthy at 192. But again this morning, I couldn't tell when we drove in, was that wildfire smoke or just fog out there? Yeah, you really can, Howard. And again, uh, I don't know about you, we didn't talk about it this morning on our drive into town. I, I didn't smell it yesterday, but uh, maybe it was just laziness, but I paid attention. I was I was going to cut grass yesterday. I was going to, uh, to get out there and uh, have a day of sweat and uh, working pretty hard outside, but I listened to them, Howard. They said, you know what? If you're going to do that, today's not a good day for that. And I think you were wise, and I think that it, the people were wise to say that. Uh, my, uh, now, you just being nice, I think I was lazy. I, I'm pretty no, sure I was no, just no, lazy, no, Howard. No, 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 no. I'm going to – you know, don't, don't get mad, okay? You're almost 61, pal. <laughs> so, uh, I, no, I, I think you were wise. My oldest son, who's not 61, he's, you know, 43. Um, he's feeling it. I mean, he and he just lives down the street from us, but just walking up and down the street when he came to our house last night a couple times, he said, boy, he's dead. That, that smoke, I can just really, I can smell it. It's in my lungs. It makes it hard for him to breathe. So. Yeah, we talked about it before, Howard. I mean, when I kick, when I cut grass, it kicks my, kicks my ass anyway. You know, on a good right. day, it kicks my ass. Well, so I could imagine. 61. Yes, again, well, you're, well, I can see where the theme of today is going. <laughs> But, but, yes, you're right, I, I, and I, I took a look at that, and I, I answered that question that when I asked myself that question, should you be out there today? No, not really. No, let's watch the ball game. Yeah, I get, except the ball game was delayed. Ball game kind of got screwed up a little bit. Uh, it got delayed, and I we'll get Pirates into playing the San Diego San Padres. Diego, yeah. yeah, it was an afternoon game, but it got pushed back, and we find out later it wasn't so much because of the weather. Uh, you know, the players were saying, you know what, We are you sure you want us to go out there and play today? Yes. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I did not watch the game. I was just reading some things on social media. Did some of the players use masks? Uh, they did. Uh, some, especially when they're out on the bases. Uh, you know, again, because you're running, you, you have to g- catch your breath. Yeah. So we, we praise Major League Baseball and uh, the, the Nutting family for the way they handled it on, we- uh, on uh, Wednesday. But I don't know, last night, you know, it's it kind of like the, the show must go on, Howard. Again, as I understood it, and I may not understand it correctly, the decision was eventually made by Major League Baseball over the objection of many of the Pirate players. Yeah, and it, it comes down to what numbers you believe. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I heard 
like between one and two o'clock, those numbers that, that, that you put after where the 200 is the, the, the mark that everybody really pays attention, they were past 200. Again, it all depends what numbers you, that you listen to. 200 is, I mean, we are right now, what I'd say, uh, one, well, I'll just look here on my screen. We are at 192 here in the upper Ohio That's Valley. That's pretty close. <laughs> Yesterday, I think we were at 197. You know, I would hope you would not argue, well, it's, no. it's, only, it's only 197. <laughs> it's not yet 200, so it'll be okay. I mean, 197, 192, 200, 202, the air quality is is bad. And um, unhealthy is what we're calling it here. It's in the red category. I have a little little graphic on my screen that shows up. If you want to check your own, the air quality, by the way, airnow.gov is what you go to. And that's what keeps track of the air quality. Uh, It is in the red. It's red uh, for unhealthy air. But a, a couple more little notches up and we'll be in purple. Because uh, that happens over 200, and that I don't know what they call that really unhealthy. <laughs> We're in unhealthy, we call it really unhealthy. And again, what? Howard, these guys are in great shape, uh, but they're out there sweating for two hours, you know, laboring, to, you know, trying to get their breath. That, that's probably not the best. And, and again, if you had to ask me what my opinion, which nobody ever does. I think they should have said, you know what, guys, we're going to take today off. Now, the problem, Howard, when you're playing a West Coast team, it's hard to sometimes, yeah, scheduling can be a problem. But again, what 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 is the main thing? What what do you say is the most important thing? And you have to assume, I have to assume, athletes of any kind know their bodies better than people sitting in an office looking at airnow.gov, and they if if there is, they would know what's going to affect them the most. And to me. That's where the decision gets made. Talk to the team. Guys. I think they did. Then they said, well, okay, uh, never mind. <laughs> Too bad. We hear you, but uh, you're going to play. Uh, you're going to play anyway. So uh, we'll see. And I, I don't know wh- how long this is going to last. I know looking at Adam's forecast uh, moving past today, uh, I don't see talk about smoke uh, past today. So I don't know if pl- the thought is that it's going to blow away or not and again right now if you're getting out and driving it's uh, it's not pleasant 66 pretty much across the board temperature wise there's there's stuff out there it's either smoke it could be fog I, it was just really hard to tell but uh, you know just 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 watch out for it uh 7 14 14 after the hour here on the watchdog morning show uh, are you going to no, um, specifically the Fourth of July? Are you going to celebrate in some way, manner, shape, or form? I know you got your birthday coming up, but that's beforehand. On Tuesday, are you going to do anything, or do you usually do anything? Well, I kind of glanced at my wife's schedule there on the refrigerator, <laughs> yeah. and uh, much to her chagrin, she just turned the radio off. Uh, she has to work both Monday and Tuesday. Yikes! Okay, <laughs> uh, Bob, Bob, Bob. Stop! Stop it! Just Bob, stop that! Stop! Uh, stop the! Stop the! I, I'm sorry, Howard. I, I got carried away there. Stop the chuckling. Yes, I I really enjoyed myself no, there I, for a second. You should say, oh, and it's I'm really I'm sad that she has to work those days. So I won't have much going on. It might be a little <laughs> lonely, but uh, yeah. Fifty-six per people. Fifty-six percent of people surveyed say they will celebrate the Fourth of July this year, but twenty-six say they will not. And I wonder if that's just because it's a Tuesday holiday. Well, you're still off, right? I mean, you're not have to go to work. Right. What are you just going to sit around and not think about being the Fourth of July? I, I I don't know. Eighteen percent say they're not sure. I don't see how you don't. I mean, it depends on what celebrate means, but I, I don't see how you don't take note of the 4th of July, have some hot dogs or hamburgers or something, you know, whether it's the Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday or Sunday or whatever. And what, how do you celebrate? I mean, it's not like the old days when every house in the oh, neighborhood had, had a flag out there, and you pretty much were reminded just by that alone. And then at night, 
when fireworks actually were one Howard right around the Fourth of July, if not actually on the Fourth of July, on the Fourth of July, it dawned on you that you know what it's the Fourth of July. But today they, it could be what June thirtieth or June 29th. Well, we have fireworks. First of all, fireworks begin tonight. Uh, a couple of them tonight in Elm Grove and in Bethlehem. And then uh, every day throughout this weekend, there are numerous smaller displays in smaller communities and big displays, Wheeling Island, Hotel Casino and Racetrack, the Highlands, Ogilvy, uh, and, of course, the big uh, display on actually on the 4th of July at uh, uh, downtown Wheeling at the Heritage Port. So uh, fireworks are kind of spread out, you know. Now, I went to bed last night before it was dark, Howard, uh, and I didn't hear anything. Did anyone put on a fireworks display in Home Terrace last night? I did not. It may be, maybe they're all holding I think they're it. listening to Davey Palmer. They could be listening. Dave Palmer said, now, do not do that. Do not shoot those fireworks. What's the fun? Maybe that has something to do with it, Howard. 500 bucks. I yeah, think. okay. That would maybe persuade me not to. You know, I didn't, uh, I don't think last year, two years ago, Dave really got on this Maybe a big deal. In fact, I think they changed the ordinance, maybe increased the fine or something two years ago for the illegal use of fireworks in the city. So I had my scanner on all night on, on the weekend, and the cops were going from one place to another. Uh, fireworks report at the 107 Fernwood Avenue on our way. You know, uh, So they, they send out, I, not, I, I guess I won't call it a SWAT team, but uh, they, they, might, uh, they, might, they might come together. Here's, here's another question. Well, I guess maybe, well, if the smoke is in the sky at night, can you still see the fireworks? Can you still see the rocket's red glare? There are, not here, not around here, let me begin by saying not around here. Across the country, there are a number of cities that are changing their dates of fireworks, going to do them some other time, and some of the bigger cities that can afford to, they're not going to do the boom, boom, booms. They're going to do laser lights and things like that in the sky. Yeah, because, first of all, the question you raise is, is, is the right one. Can you – look, I can't well, – you all don't know where exactly where I live, but from my back deck, I can normally see the Elm Terrace Shopping Center, all right? I can't see the Elm Terrace Shopping Center with the smoke these days. So how am I going to see? Now, I grant you there are big, bright lights in the sky, but how am I going to see all the way over to Patterson? And, Howard, picture this, an old fogey kind of like yourself uh, sitting there in your lawn chair, and, you, you know, you're having breathing, breathing difficulties anyway. <laughs> you know, the smoke <laughs> is in the air. You just walk there. It was, you know, not ideal. And then you've been there at Patterson. After they, bu- 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 bu, there's that smoke it, it, everywhere. It is, like, it is like a giant cloud of smoke. So yeah, if you go there, yes. if you're going to go to any of these fireworks displays and be at the Park actual location, close. you know, a if you're so if you're far away, you may not be able to see them because of the smoke. And if you're right there, the smoke from Canada may mix with the smoke from Sammy the Bull. And the next thing you know, be careful uh, out there, Sammy. Uh, 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 you know, I was, if the bull it happens by some strange imagination to be listening, I meant to call the bull yesterday and ask him to call ah, us. He's a busy man. I know he is, especially this time of year. Uh, but I, I, you know, we, we, I'd like to talk about firework safety and how he does any plans and stuff because he's one of the best around. Um, you might want to take a mask with you, Sam. I'm not telling him nothing. He's an old pro. But oh, he'll know what's A little bit mask. more smoke out there tonight. You asked the question earlier about 719, 19 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, by the way. You asked the question earlier this morning, or earlier in this conversation. I said, uh, what, 26% people said they're not celebrating. And you said, well, what does celebrating mean? Well, that's a good question. Um so this poll that I have asked this question, and I'll ask you this question. Okay. 
Do you consider yourself to be patriotic? You're damn right. I'd appreciate if you don't ask me that question again, Howard. Oh. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm John Wayne. What do you mean? Don't ask me that. Yes, I'm a, I'm a patriot. 34% of the people said they're very patriotic. 36% said somewhat patriotic. It, it, I, I, those I get. If, so, if somebody asked me the question, are you patriotic, 13% said, yeah, not very. How can you say those words out loud? And I'm I know not you, very patriotic. You're a patriot. You're, sure. You're very patriotic. Sometimes it means different things to different people. Right. And sometimes you've been called a communist. Maybe some people think with my beliefs I'm, I'm a communist, but right. we, we, don't, we don't buy that. We know we're true, true patriots. We're true Americans, Howard. Yeah, patriotism, in my mind, it, it means supporting the ideals of the country. They're not always right. You know, sometimes we screw things up. Uh, 9% of people surveyed said they are not at all patriotic. Well, that's, I wouldn't admit that. Uh, I, yeah, see, that's, I, don't, I, it's, I can believe there are those people. I just wouldn't say that out loud. Then what the hell are you? Yeah, what, then if you're not patriotic, then what, are you just somewhere in the middle? Put the flag out on, uh, I assume you put the flag out on the 4th of July. Well, I, uh, the, the, the holder was broke a couple years ah. ago, Howard, and again, I'm kind of lazy. I didn't, I didn't fix it, so, <laughs> and I don't feel like standing out there. And you know what? I'm a firm believer. If you're not going to do it right. No, I agree. You know, then, then don't do it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, absolutely. Don't leave it up without a light at night. Don't leave you it You got to take it rain, down. You got to fold it up. All, you know, you just can't throw it in a closet. You know, we'll, we'll have a flag up probably all weekend, actually. We'll probably, in fact, maybe starting today. I don't know. Nancy, maybe I'll just come over and salute, salute yours, Howard. You're, you're welcome to do so. And not surprisingly, final t- note of this poll here, Bob. Um, older folks are more likely to say they're patriotic than young Absolutely. kids. Absolutely. Uh, more than 25% of adults, 45 and younger, 45 and under, say they're not very patriotic. And you know what, Howard? That's scary because what happens when you and I are gone? You know, yeah, that next generation, you know, are, are we going to get completely away from that? Or are they going to say, ah, we, nobody waves a flag anymore. We don't believe in that. My goodness. I hope we're not heading down that path. I've got a lot more facts and figures and fun stuff about uh, fireworks on the 4th of July. I'll get to those coming up a little bit later on. Kind of pepper them in and out throughout the program this morning, including maybe when you do slider on sports, I'll talk about what uh, some of the major league ballparks are doing for the 4th of July. And here's what I say to what they're doing for the 4th of July. Ugh. We'll talk about that coming up later on. Well, here's what I do have for you today. Of course, another dangerous day with continuing smoke from Canada yesterday. Adam Fike is in in just about half an hour to let us know what today is going to be like. It is the beginning of the long holiday weekend. i got a bunch of Fourth of July facts and funs and the rundown of fireworks shows and so on. On our Unibloom, we'll have a travel show. We'll look at their upcoming trip to Texas and talk to people from Grapevine, Texas, which Bill tells me is one of the best-run towns for tourism that he's ever met. So we're going to talk to those folks coming up today. And we'll hear what items you are not allowed to take on a cruise ship if you go cruising. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I will kick around some of the Ohio Valley news stories of the week on our Friday roundtable. And coming up next, it is that time of week. Mr. Slider, have you prepared some thoughts on the highlights or the lowlights of the I week? I jotted down my usual three, Howard. I have. I think I've, one, two, I've got four this year, combining a couple of four this week. We'll do some highlights and lowlights coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 723. On the last talk line, WVU Athletic Director Ren Baker. But there's also the right thing to do here is to give Coach Eilert uh, the space and the autonomy and the ability to lead and make decisions um, and, and not do that with a, you know, a living legend looming over his shoulder. And Coach Huggins knows that. There, there's no question uh, about that. And he wants Coach Eilert to be successful. So um, I'm not anticipating that that's going to be an issue or a problem. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. 
How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Oh, there's something so real about living local. And I know without a doubt I'm not alone. And I love living local. There's Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problems. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. This is a good song. It's a really good song. And although it's only the first song of the bumper music today, my great intellect that I have, my great intellect that I have, tells me I believe I have perceived the theme of the morning already. But that, I shall wait. I shall wait. Well, that, and you probably heard me cue some of them up, Howard. But yes, I you, shall. You, you, I shall wait. You're I right on wait, the money. Wait, wait for the uh, for the next couple of to make sure that I I under. But I'm pretty sure I've got the theme of the morning this morning. 727, 27 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 66 degrees, pretty much across the board. 192 is the air quality index. It is unhealthy air 
Uh, is it going to get better or worse? Adam's coming up a little bit later on, and he will have all those details for us. I should remind you, which I did not, and that's uh, my fault I'm already at 727, that you can be part of this thing that we're doing here by either calling us at 304-232-8255. That is the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Or you can text in at 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. That is the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Now, when I sat down this morning, Bob, and pulled up the text line, there already was a text waiting. And, well, first of all, I thought, oh, God, somebody just wanted to start yelling at me right away. But, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I tried to figure out why Why did they put this up here. It was, Howard, here's the Friday special at Mason Dixon Barbecue today. And then it had a link to the Facebook page of Mason Dixon Barbecue. So I pulled up the Mason Dixon Barbecue Facebook page. And today's special apparently is Low Country Shrimp Boil. What? What is it? A Low Country Shrimp Boil. You know, like we have the shrimp boil when we talk about the shri- you know, shrimp and and corn on the cob and all that stuff, all in a great big mixture. Bring it to your table, drop it on your table for you to eat. Wow, shrimp. that really sounds good. It is. Uh, shrimp balls are great. I mean, they're absolutely tremendous. I lost the actual link here, so I can't read it to you. But anyway, so whoever sent it to my, I was cynical. I thought this has got to be somebody who runs Mason Dixon Barbecue looking for free publicity. And we'll give it to you anyways. I don't care about that. But no, I think this is just somebody who knew that I'd like the low country shrimp boil. For the special today at Mason Dixon Barbecue, that is what my texter uh, has sent to us. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And now I'm thinking about shrimp. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the highlights and the lowlights well, of the week this past week. Um, I think we had a couple of uh, good things, uh, really good things this week. I don't have a lot of downers. You know, usually there's something we did that we screwed up, we messed up, we made a mistake. Things at some point, things usually got got off base. Um, but this morning, um, I have I have some positive things. I thought we had highlights and not a lot of lowlights. So let me um, share with you some of what I am thinking, and then uh, see what Mr. Slider has to say as far as the the highlights and the uh, and the lowlights. Um, I think one of my highlights, uh, Bob, was from yesterday. Uh, Dave Palmer, the interview with Dave Palmer. Now, not so much because he talked about, I brought him on to talk about uh, the illegal fireworks in Wheeling. You're not allowed to put off fireworks in your backyard. Anything that goes in the sky, shoots up in the sky, you can't do. You can do sparklers and stuff, but but no explosives, basically. That's illegal in the city of Wheeling. So Dave wanted to talk about that. And then also, of course, about the Elm Grove fireworks display that's uh, going on tonight at dusk. Uh, but the interesting thing to me was, Dave Palmer's announcement here on the radio that he will be running for re-election for city council from the 6th Ward. Uh, And I had not intended to ask him that because I didn't bring him on to talk politics, but he opened the door for me talking about the new council will have to do this, the new council will have to do that. I said, well, Dave, will you be on that council? And then he said, well... I hadn't planned to say anything, but since you asked me, yes, I'm going to run for re-election. So I put Dave Palmer's interview as one of my highlights of the week this past week. Yeah, me too. I, I, in fact, I have it number one for, for all those reasons. Uh, I, I thought it was important. You and I both live in Elm Grove. Uh, I was wondering, and in fact, if I had to have bet, and especially after we, he started the interview talking about the incoming uh, uh, council. The troubles, the new yeah, council. Yeah, the new council. I thought, well, right there, Davey's got, uh, he's either going to do something else or, or get out of it, you know, going to sit back and relax a little bit more. 
So I was happy as someone that lives in Elm Grove that no, he's going to run again, and I assume you know it's going he he will uh, win uh, re-election. So that's really really good. And I, and you're right. I thought we got a little bit of everything there again. There's nobody that knows more about the dangers of that, and he is sincere. He doesn't want to see anybody lose a finger, lose an arm, lose a wrist, anything like that. Yeah, some people call some people think he's kind of the grumpy old man because no. he's big uh, on okay. this, you know. But and the but other it's thing, for a reason. And he agrees with us, Howard. He thinks it's an intrusion for you to be laying, you know, just sitting there or laying there or whatever you're doing there, and boom, 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 your neighbors decide. To, to let off these fireworks that are just so, so loud. And now your dog's over there shivering. He's scared to death. People have to be more considerate of that. And that was number one for me because I thought it was really, really good. And plus he said, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stick around for a little bit on the council, I hope. And, you know, one of the things uh, in the po- politics side of things I've talked about a good bit on this show is I'm trying to get a handle on what a new council might look like. We know Mayor Elliott is term limited, so there will be a new mayor next time. And it is likely that Chad Thalman will run for mayor. That seems to be the likelihood, which will open up Chad's seat. There is at least one other current council person that I think is going to run for mayor, which would open up two council seats. And so I had questions about Dave Palmer. I thought perhaps he was going to say, I think enough is enough. I'm going to you know, call it quits, which would have opened up another seat. And my point of all of this has been, as we've talked about it, you could we could have ended up with, Half the council, maybe almost all the council being brand new, but Dave is going to stay there. So that's that yeah, and you there's scooped, some stability there. And you scooped it, Howard. So I thought that was really good. And now number two on my list, am I biased? Absolutely. I, I was very fond of her. Uh, but I thought Garen made her mark here. We're always going to remember her. She's going to stop by when she's in town. But, you know, the last three days that she was with us this week, I thought it was really, really good. She's she's a lot of fun. Uh, she's she's Even if she's nervous, uh, she tries not to show it, and she gets out there. And, and I'm going to miss her, Howard. I know you are, too. Yeah, she was, a, she was a great part of the show while she was here. And, uh, I mean, we knew going in she was an intern, just came here to <laughs> going to be going. Kind of like learn, the nailers. They're going to be moving on. <laughs> she came here to learn from us. <laughs> yeah. But but she jumped in from day from she day did. one. And I guess number one on my list now that we haven't talked about, Howard, this is why I really, really love radio. I, I, I even before I got into business, it's that just bam, you get the news right now. We had bam. a little confusion yesterday. There, there on was the, on the, the, on the, the interstate, accident, yeah. you know, and two callers. Well, one that was over in the, in the Cambridge area, one was in the St. Clairsville area, and there was a one other one that they called. I'm not sure where they were, but they were helping us get an idea on what actually was happening. And, Howard, really, to me, that's the beauty of radio. And that's why we love you to use the Frio Stack auction service hotline at 304-232-8255. With please this caveat, don't get mad at Bob if he says, well, we've got a guest coming up, we can't put you on the air, okay, just because just – we sometimes we have other things to do, but we really, really, really appreciate your calls, and that's a great point that you made. Um, also on my list, uh, because I look at one of the important important things we talked about, the Dave Palmer thing was actually interesting from the political perspective. Uh, the weeks long coverage of the wildfires I thought was interesting and important. Yeah, I got that. <coughs> it's still out there, Howard. <laughs> keeping keeping y'all informed of how bad the wildfires wildfire smoke is here in the Upper Ohio Valley. And the perpetual reminder to be very careful, stay indoors if you have to, if you can, if you're going to be out for a long time, look at them, wear a mask and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, the statewide story that caught my attention continues to be Governor Justice. Governor Justice's um, gallbladder surgery this week, which turned into a piece by Stephen Adams in the Intel on the governor's ongoing health problems, which 
we have not seen a lot of focus on in his upcoming Senate campaign, but I think Stephen is right when he wrote that piece. There's the reality is that Jim Justice uh, has I want I want to say he's old. But he's only two years older than I am, but he's got some health issues, and at some point that's going to become an issue in the campaign. And of course, the other thing on the Jim Justice front is almost a hundred of his properties were, were auctioned off this week, and, and the ongoing troubles that he's got financially. I thought another good thing, Howard, I didn't put it on my list, but I, I do want to mention it now. I, I always think Mike Pushkin is good, but uh, he, he went with the Led Zeppelin theme. He, he <laughs> shared with us some personal things with him. And, and I really, if, if I was a Democrat in West Virginia like you, I, I would really be pleased with his leadership. Every time he comes on, he's got a lot of energy. He doesn't really point the finger too much and say, hey, look, they stink. Uh, I guess unless you're talking about Alex Mooney, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to stay away from that. But you know what I'm saying, Howard? Yeah, he just brings yeah. a lot of positive energy. Well, Mike has asked me a couple times, uh, and, and yesterday was, you know, can I come on more often, he said. I, look. I want to make this clear to anybody, Democrat, Republican, candidate, not. Yes, the answer to all. You, I, I tell candidates all the time or I tell public officials all the time, don't wait for me to call you and say, hey, will you come on and talk about blah, blah, blah. You want to talk about something? Let me know. And I suspect we're going to hear a lot more from Mike Pushkin on this show. And he said he would. And then my number one, uh, you touched on it, Garen. Garen was wow, just... Wow, look at you, Sentimental Howard Monroe. Well, you know, it was just a nice addition to our radio show. I've said this when she was here. I'll say it again. We're a couple of old guys, all right? You know, my favorite performer is Barry Manilow and Bette Midler. I mean, uh, and, and Bob's always talking about John Wayne. And, I mean, look, we're a couple of old guys. A, we live in the past a little bit, all right? Um, and we bring a totally different perspective to things than the very younger generation. And I thought that when Garen was here for those three weeks, she helped us to have a different flavor to our show. Yeah, And knowing you like I do, Howard, you know, when we got the news, uh, a, a, an intern was coming. We, didn't, we had no idea who it was. We had no idea. But uh, just like you, I looked at you, you looked at me. Like, you know, the first three minutes, she was game. She was ready to jump in. Usually they're over hiding in a corner somewhere. So, yes, I look said, at you, Howard. Very proud of you. I said yesterday that when we were, our, our little management team met and one of the management team said, uh, oh, by the way, you're going to have a new intern coming in. And all I did was shake my head. I was like, oh, my God, another intern. you got to be kidding me. I can't believe it. Uh, but Garen just did a tremendous job. And I thought this past week in particular, she did several really good things. Um, her comedy routine, the, her SNL bit, you know, put that in quotes that she did. Uh, that was one of the things I told her early on. I wanted to do a, a comedy routine because she wanted to be a comedy writer. So she did a comedy routine. She did sports. Slider on sports became Garen on sports. And she did great with that, except she made that mess up on the date of the NHL draft. <laughs> yes, she did. And, and it was all her fault, right? I'm sticking to that, yes. Okay, all right. So Whippersnapper. Garen was just a great asset to the show. Uh, her last few days in particular, she really stepped up, and, and it was just fun. So I actually put Garen as uh, number one on my highlights of the week list from the week gone by. Now, every day a big highlight, of course, is checking the weather with Adam Fike. We're going to do that coming up next and find out, is that smoke or fog out there again this morning? 740. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little with an update for you on this Friday, June 30th. We have an update on the fugitive that escaped police custody in Belmont County. According to the Martins Ferry Police Department's Facebook page, Paul White escaped out of Weirton Police Custody while heading to the Northern Regional Jail in West Virginia. Weirton PD pulled off near Bob Evans due to White claiming he was having a heart attack. 
Police say he then escaped his handcuffs after faking the heart attack and then led officers on a foot pursuit into the woods in Bridgeport. Officers say they lost sight of him in the woods and canine patch was sent to track him. White was found lying in the brush near the railroad tracks. He was taken into custody by Martins Ferry Police Department. And the search continues for a missing man out of Jefferson County. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office says Luke Board of the Hammondsville Irondale area was reported missing yesterday afternoon, according to their Facebook page. He was last seen wearing a black sweatshirt and blue jeans with a hole in the knee. If you have any information on board, please call the Sheriff's Office at 740-283-8600. And staying in Jefferson County, two Ohio men are facing serious drug charges after police executed a search warrant looking for drugs on Commercial Street in Mingo Junction. The Jefferson County Drug Task Force says Michael Jett Jr. and Yaquiz Asuanjet were arrested at the scene. During the search, police say they found a large amount of suspected fentanyl, cocaine, methamphetamine, one firearm, and cash. Both are facing felony counts of drug possession and are in the Jefferson County Justice Center pending arraignment. And air quality across the Ohio Valley remains unhealthy for some. The cause of smoke and haze comes from the ongoing wildfires across central Canada. Hazy skies are likely to move along throughout today as the air quality improves from unhealthy to moderate. Older adults, young children, pregnant women, and people with heart, lung, or asthma issues are all at risk. Even if you do not fall into these categories, it's recommended for everyone to limit outdoor activities. And that was a look at your headlines for this Friday, June 30th. I'm Rebecca Little, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. It's the summer's hottest party, the Circus Saints and Sinners Party on the Plaza, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. The fun happens Saturday, July 8th at the Plaza on Market in downtown Wheeling. Enjoy food trucks, beer, and wine, and all-day live music starring Cleveland's number one party band, The Players Club, and Pittsburgh party powerhouse, Jukebox. Get tickets at partyontheplaza.org. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. <laughs> when I get old, 
I'm pretty sure I have now properly analyzed. I wasn't going to do it until I heard at least two of the bumper musics. This is, these are bumper musics that are in, I don't know if honor is the right word, uh, that take note of the fact that Mr. Slider has a birthday coming up this weekend and is feeling his age a little bit there. I am, Howard, but you just put a smile on my face and you don't even know it. Why? Because you wish you were 64. Well, <laughs> that is true. I wish I was. That You're right. That that would be that would be a youngster for me. I would be so happy. Do you know who is 64 this year? <laughs> Who's that? Mark Curtis. Ah, Mark. And, and I'll tell you why I know, because he posted a picture of this. Uh, his team at his TV station down in Charleston gave him a birthday cake. Uh, or a birthday card or something. And then he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I have something to do. And he walked to the front of the newsroom, and he sang when I'm 64. All right. <laughs> so he was there. I had a friend, you know, six, usually 60 or 65 are the, the kind of scary days, scary ages. I had a good friend of mine who j I couldn't figure out why she was so upset at 64. And it's because, been to this song. it's because of this song, exactly. All right, let's... Uh, Swing on over to a guy who doesn't understand why old people talk so much about their age, Adam Fike, because he's just a young pop. But a pop, I say to you. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. I still understand. I have older folks in my life, so I at least hear it. I just don't fully grasp it myself. Okay. Well, just take my word for it. You will. <laughs> you got a long way to go, but someday you will. You will understand. You'll be. I won't be long gone, and you'll be going, you know, now I understand what Monroe and Slider were talking about all those many, many years ago. All right, here I'm is only 20, Howard, and I still understand what my great-grandma says. There you go. My, she always would say when we were younger, oh, it's heck getting old. <laughs> and it is. Take my word for it. I say that. I, I used to hear that said all the time. Now I say it all <laughs> the time. Um, I need to ask you, because I'm confused again today, coming in this morning, there was a low visibility, but I couldn't tell how much of it was smoke and how much of it was just traditional fog. Well, very good confusing, because the first day it was haze. Yesterday it was fog. This morning it's just haze. Okay. So it was haze, but good news. Like I was saying this morning, like I'm looking across the Fort Henry Bridge. Yesterday I could only see one hill. This morning I can see both of them. So <laughs> the news that visibility is getting better as that haze slowly dies down. Air quality still unfortunately unhealthy for those more sensitive groups. So unfortunately, Howard, still a bit unhealthy for you, but it is okay for me. Uh, the air quality index at 6 a.m. was in this area was 192. Um, Where are you looking? airnow.gov for which location it was 160 when i came in wheeling wheeling for wheeling this is a uh, wheeling as of six o'clock a 6 a.m reading here it uh it was 192 at airnow.gov that's what i'm looking at here. yeah i think that's what happened at pnc park yesterday you had the 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 league said this number and the the players union said no it's this number it's confusing howard of course as i said earlier here's my argument is it 192 167 201 it doesn't make any difference. It's bad. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not good. So, but is are are we seeing the end of this? Do uh, maybe there's no way to know. I guess. Are we seeing the end of this? I'm looking into the seven day forecast on your website, and it doesn't. You don't talk too much about the smoke after today. So, do we think maybe it's going to diminish after today? Oh, it's all 
already diminishing. I mean, one, you don't smell as much of that burning plastic smells we did the past couple of days. Yep. Looking at air quality trends, we were over 200 Wednesday into Thursday. Now we're down into the 150s. We are improving, still a bit unhealthy, but we're at least trending in the right direction. So come tomorrow, anything that's left should be gone because of the rain, but smoke itself is out of the area. We're just stuck with that haze that's still stuck at those lower levels of the atmosphere. Uh, other than the haze or the smoke that's going to uh, stay around for the day, it's going to be basically uh, the skies will be clear other than that, and I, I'm not seeing uh, – well, we have some possibility of some thunderstorms later today. Is that right? Not necessarily as much. It's, we're going to see periods of clouds, periods of sunshine, but we kind of have a – I would call it a lid on the atmosphere. Okay. We have energy there for storms. But since air is so warm up in the higher atmosphere because of the smoke and haze, we're not going to see storms develop because storms need to rise through cold air. But since it's warm, storms can't form. It is going to be a, so it is going to be a warm day. Actually, it looks like it's going to be a hot day, right? Yep, temperatures mid 80s, few spots in the upper 80s, periods of sunshine, periods of clouds. Though the bit of peace that's yucky is we're already seeing dew points in the 60s. Mm. That's just going to continue to rise throughout the day today. So it's going to feel pretty sticky and pretty uncomfortable, not just today, but the next couple of days as well. Well, we're kicking off a holiday weekend. Walk me through the weekend, uh, two and through Tuesday. Okay, so tomorrow we will stay calm throughout, I would say, the first half of our day. Come that 2 to 4 p.m. time frame, we'll see storms trying to pop. Those are mainly just for those afternoon hours, so 2-ish to about 8 p.m. A few of those storms, though, could be on the low end severe. Anything we see will just be heavy downpours, which are likely small hail, no larger than the size of the sea, and some gusty winds. That will be calm throughout the evening over an hour. But come Sunday, we'll likely see pretty much the same thing. We'll see scattered showers and storms on and off all throughout the day. And once again, any of those storms could bring heavy downpours, gusty winds, and small hail. Monday, though, we'll see those showers and storms wrapping up in the morning, clearing skies throughout the day. So by dinner time, Monday, we'll be back to sunshine. And we'll stay that way through actually the rest of next week. But by Tuesday and Wednesday next week, we'll see temperatures getting back into the upper 80s. So good news is for 4th of July, we should see sunshine, but it is going to be pretty hot and sticky. Well, I can live with that on the 4th of July. I mean, so that's it's we're, we're halfway through the summer, techn- not technically, but, the, you know, in an image-wise, halfway through the summer. So, uh, But uh, early, before that, going to see some, some uh, rain and stuff. All right. Uh, clouds, and if you're uh, driving around this morning, clouds, haze, whatever you want to call it, fire weather mixed with the fog, at least for a little while. Right now, I'm looking at 66 degrees pretty much across the board, 66 at the airport, 66 at the Highlands, 62 at uh, my home studios in Elm Grove, and 65 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam, have yourself a great weekend. We, uh, I don't like to rub it in. Because I know you're working. But we will have a four-day weekend, so we will not get a chance to talk with you live on the radio until uh, until Wednesday of next week. So enjoy yourself. Have a hot dog or a hamburger, and uh, you and your girlfriend do something exciting for the 4th of July. Go watch some fireworks or whatever it is that you're going to do. But enjoy yourself, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you then. Thank you. 7.51, 9 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um wildfires are part of the sports report that's coming up in a minute or two here with Mr. Slider straight ahead. 
on the last talk line, WVU Athletic Director, Ren Baker. But there's also the right thing to do here is to give Coach Eilert uh, the space and the autonomy and the ability to lead and make decisions um, and, and not do that with a, you know, a living legend looming over his shoulder. And Coach Huggins knows that. There's, there's no question uh, about that. And he wants Coach Eilert to be successful. So um, I'm not anticipating that that's going to be an issue or a problem. Talk line weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News Radio Station. We'll talk to you then. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. Sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Like songs that reference getting older, which I certainly do. But again, this is a great. This is just is a song. This is a great song. I love the song. Reeling in the years. I like that. Steely Dan. Absolutely, Howard. Good job. Yeah, very good. Seven to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, continuing to be one of our big news stories is the wildfires from Canada still leaving some haze, smoke, whatever you want to call it outside. Air quality is up to. It's at 192 as of 6 a.m. I assume we'll get an 8 o'clock reading probably uh, in the next few minutes. But it's not good air quality outside. So that's, a, that's one of our news stories. But it's also part of our sports report. Mr. Slider has this and more in Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Thursday's afternoon game between the Pirates and the Padres at PNC Park was delayed to smoke from the Canadian wildfires. The game was scheduled for a 1235 start but was pushed back to 120. The game, Howard, I don't know if you noticed this or not, the game began with the lights on. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, 1 o'clock. What time was that? 1 o'clock, 120. <laughs> of course. Now, this is what we didn't know, or at least I didn't know this. It appears the delay was because the players on both teams didn't want to play in those conditions. We're not going out there. No. So it took a little convincing for the game to be played, and then after the game was played, players let it be known that they were not happy about it. Former Pirate Joe Musgrove, was sharp for the Padres, giving up two runs through six innings, but Pittsburgh rallied for three runs in the seventh inning for a 5-4 to four win. Top prospect Henry Davis knocked in the winning run in the seventh. He was 3-4 for four for the day. San Diego now has lost five in a row. David Bednar came in the game in the eighth inning, got an out, and then a scoreless ninth for his 16th save. The Pirates and the Milwaukee Brewers kick off a three-game series tonight at PNC Park. First game, 7.05. We, we've talked before about, you know, the All-Star break usually is where you just say, well, that's it. We wipe, wipe the Pirates out, write them off. They might still be in contention. Absolutely, Howard. This weekend, and again, you say it a lot through the course of the, of the season, but this weekend alone is very, very important uh, for the Pirates. If they could somehow take two out of three or maybe even a sweep, then you got to say, okay, they're not dead yet. 
but we will see the Bucks now 38 and 42, Milwaukee 43 and 38. They are tied with Cincinnati for first place in the National League Central Division. The Pirates in third place, four and a half games out of first place, so they could be right there again, just like you said, Howard, at the All Star break. Congratulations to Pirate closer David Bednar. He has been chosen for this year's All Star game, and as of now, he is the only Pirate. Uh, only player from Pittsburgh who has been chosen uh, for the game. So, again, congratulations for him. And you know what, Howard? I'm, I'm surprised there's not more of this. Uh, on Thursday, the NFL suspended four players for violating the league's gambling policy. Whoa. Two Indianapolis Colts, Isaiah Rogers and Rashard Barry, appear to be in the most trouble. They have been suspended indefinitely, and both have been released by the Colts. So, What did they do? I assume they bet. You know, you cannot bet, or they had somebody bet, or maybe they were listening to good old boys on sports on Saturdays and said, "Man, those guys know what they're talking about. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta listen to them and make a bet." But it's not funny. So they they could be out for the whole year. Again, the NFL was probably going to make an example out of somebody and say, "You know what, boys? We told you you can't do that." Will their defense be something like, "Hey, at least we're not Pete Rose." Well, it's legal or whatever. And again, it, this could end up in the Supreme Court. But the league's policy is the league's policy, so we'll ha- we'll see how that shakes out. Slider on sports time, seven fifty-seven. The league is trying something new for the Fourth of July, Bob, and it just makes me shake my head. On the Fourth of July, next Tuesday, four—not the Pirates, but four major league ballparks—will be offering something different at their concession stands: Pepsi-flavored ketchup. Now, two things were at, at one time very, very near and dear to my heart. Pepsi. Yes. Ketchup. Love them both. Put them together. <laughs> Not so much. And quote, the distinctive flavors and vibrant citrus blend of Pepsi enhances the bright and tangy characteristics of ketchup. Now, won't be around here, um, only in, let's see, where is it? Um, Diamondbacks, the Twins, the Detroit Tigers, New York Yankees, those four ballparks will have Pepsi-flavored ketchup for the 4th of July. Yeah, that's not even funny. What are you guys thinking on yeah, this? You know, who, who, yeah, uh, Pepsi is, thinks it's a great idea. Oh, uh, terrific idea. Uh, yeah, so they, I'm sorry, actually, it's not just it will be available from beginning now until the 4th of July. So all weekend long, if you want Pepsi-flavored ketchup, go to one of those four ballparks. Now, Howard, you know me. I bet there's been a time or two that I've dropped a French fry with ketchup on it in my Pepsi or a piece of my burger or something with ketchup on it. And I, you know, I, I went on. Never once did I say, hmm. Well, this hmm. tastes good. You know? No. It's not no. like the guy who first dropped peanut butter and chocolate together and made a Reese's cup. You know? now, I, can hear, I can hear them, Howard, because there's nothing better than taking a big bite of anything, almost anything, with ketchup on it, and then that big swig of Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but one after you the separate other. separate it. Separate flavors, one coming after the other. I'm, just, I'm really trying to imagine what Pepsi-flavored ketchup would be like. And I can't. Well, we can get and some. And I don't want to. <laughs> come to experiment <laughs> a little bit. We can do it. <laughs> I don't want to. By the way, all Major League ballparks uh, now through the 4th of July, if you go to a game, so if you go to the Pirates game, if you buy hot dogs and a Pepsi and then you text free Pepsi to 81234, you'll never remember that, um, and upload your receipt, you'll get a coupon for a free 20-ounce Pepsi product. I got news for you. 
that's too much work for me to get a 20-ounce Pepsi. I'll just pay the price, whatever it is. All right, it's about 8 o'clock in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I've got a few odds and ends I want to get to in the next hour, including I mentioned yesterday Comcast irritated me. I didn't get around to that, so we'll talk about that. And the Ohio County School Board punts on their new uh, member. We'll talk about that uh, coming up in the next hour. Right now, ABC covers the world. It is 8 o'clock. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis. Air quality index levels elevated in 23 states thanks to drifting Canadian wildfire smoke. In some cities, it's downright dangerous. Columbus, Ohio in the red at 244, the worst ever there. The index reaching 230 in Indianapolis. And in Pittsburgh, where the index reached a very unhealthy 231 Thursday, Major League Baseball delaying but ultimately allowing the game between the Padres and the Pirates to be played. Lights turned on for the afternoon game in a hazy PNC Bank Park. Players donning face masks as they ran the bases. Dave Packer, ABC News. Air travel also a concern in the skies. Today expected to be one of the busiest travel days of the year ahead of the 4th of July holiday, but more cancellations and delays are expected after a ripple effect of flight issues this week. The TSA expecting to screen 17.7 million people over the holiday weekend, but the biggest number of travelers expected today. The TSA telling GMA they are ready. But it comes as no surprise that travelers are on edge after a brutal week of flying. More than 7,000 flights canceled since Saturday. Some people stranded for days. ABC's Gio Benitez, the Supreme Court said to release opinions on President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan and LGBTQ rights today after its bombshell decision yesterday, striking down affirmative action in college admissions, forcing schools to change the way they consider student applicants. These big, large resource schools will find a way. They have their entire legal teams scrambling right now to figure out what the directive is. Harvard professor Leah wright Rigur, the first students who will be affected, rising seniors headed to college in 2024. Another court in New York's Long Island will see an appearance from embattled Congressman George Santos today, indicted on 13 counts of fraud, money laundering, and theft of public funds. He's admitted in the past to lying about his resume and personal story, but has pleaded not guilty to the charges. You're listening to ABC News. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight off mosquitoes. <laughs> Karate chopping the air in a public place place in front of your kids and their friends mom is the wrong way using stem mosquito repellent is the right way stem effectively repels mosquitoes by harnessing active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and peppermint making it safe for use as directed around people and pets stem rooted in nature optimized by science and embarrassment free Hey y'all, my name is Sierra, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Robert, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is the biscuit. It reminds me of my grandma's homemade biscuit. It's always buttery and savory, then you add the spices, instant classic. Order the Spicy Chicken Biscuit on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. A new show of force against North Korea today. The U.S. flying nuclear-capable jets to the Korean Peninsula, the move coming days after massive anti-U.S. rallies in Pyongyang. South Korea says its fighter planes took part in joint drills with the U.S. bombers. 
No criminal charges against a performer on stage when chaos unfolded. Rapper Travis Scott was a headliner at the Astroworld Music Festival in Houston on November 5th of 2021. He was performing when a wave of forward motion swept through the crowd of 50,000. That crowd surge killed 10 people and injured 2,400 more. Now a grand jury has decided not to indict Scott. He will not be held criminally responsible for the crowd surge and the deaths. But still, there are hundreds of lawsuits against Scott and the concert organizer alleging negligence. Alex Stone, EBC News. Retailers rolling out 4th of July deals. Experts say focus on grills, mattresses, clothes, and furniture. Consumers are certainly strapped for in from inflation, and they've been you know, thinking about purchases more deliberately. We really are seeing retailers bringing out deals on those big ticket items. Kristen McGrath with Retail Me Not. And big bucks for a tiny bag? Louis Vuitton inspired microscopic handbags smaller than a grain of sand made by a 3D printer, selling at auction for nearly 64,000 bucks. This is ABC News. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Pre-barbecue. Pre-play.